All righty. Welcome to the Ogre in the Ass podcast. How are you doing today, Eric? Pretty good. How about you? Oh, I'm doing awesome, bro. <laughs> Always have to do another one of these. <laughs> yep. By the way, I hope you appreciate the vest. I do. You know, when I was watching Shrek not that long ago, man, I noticed that he always had that nice vest on. So I was like, I gotta, if I'm gonna be over here representing the team, I gotta, gotta have my vest. It's the uh, Swamp Special, right? That's right, the Swamp Special, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to the Swamp. Uh, you're with me and Eric now, the Ogrand VS. So, Eric, obviously, we, we've gone back and forth on our topic today. I don't know how many times, and we just felt the need that this is ready for the podcast. So, today, what we're gonna be talking about are incels. <laughs> Which don't exist, by the way. Okay, anyway, before we get into that, Eric, explain to us a little bit. What is an incel? Just give us like a, a <clears throat> your definition, but what it, what they are. From what I understood. You know, and what does incel stand for also? What I, from what I understand, from what I've noticed on YouTube, incels are people who are involuntarily able to get a female. And I'm thinking to myself, wait, are there such things as a female incel or is it just for men? So incels, it's uh, involuntary celibate. So people who just cannot either date, I think that's a nice way of putting it, or get laid. So they don't got game. Uh, you know, sure. You know, I had to do some research on that. Like, what is this really? Like, how can these people exist? And I think they exist, man. But uh, apparently, I and mean, they get blamed for a lot of stuff. Like, and maybe it's true that they do it. But they're like the ones who do like those mass shootings. Oh, you like, know? like like the, the Joker scare from last year? The Joker scare? I heard it's like a like a. I heard you know the movie Joker, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Last year they were talking about how that was a, cr- a war cry for like all incels because they figured, oh well, he somebody might shoot up a school because of the Joker film because he's technically a incel. You can miss me with that stupid stuff. That's right what they. There. That's, that's what they stupid. Said. Okay, really? Like, and then any criminal is a war cry to anybody of a certain type. Bane. Okay, Bane is a war cry to every juice head out there. Just so you know, everyone who's on steroids, Bane's our leader. We got to go and do what he did. <laughs> oh, you think Donald's is your ally? <laughs> <laughs> no, like totally understand it. I so I'm gonna be honest. I'm just gonna start it off. Incels are a real thing. Uh, they have to be. So they what, have to. But be. But what makes you think they're a thing? Okay, because there are just people out there who have no game, and you cannot teach them this. We call Not, them awkward. Okay. But the, saying it, though, like, fine, yes, they are awkward, but it doesn't change the fact that they're incels. Okay, here's the thing. I believe you can teach confidence. In fact, one of the things I do is I help teach people confidence. Because, you know, like, in my workplace, what I have to do when you have to teach people to go hands-on, you have to be confident in what you're doing. And in that case, like, yeah, you can teach it, but it doesn't mean everyone's receptive to it. I've noticed it myself. Um, but you're talking about beating somebody down versus no, getting a be- female. Okay, first on foremost, I don't beat people down for my job. <laughs> well, I, Second, I do. So whatever. okay, whatever. <laughs> Second off, but no, like there's confidence in both. Yeah, it's a different scenario, but it still requires confidence. And if they don't have it, like some people just cannot learn it, or maybe they grew up in a, an environment that <clears> just <throat> stifled their learning. Something like anything like that. I don't know. To to me, I feel like this is an this is a okay. Let me put it this way. Between nature and nurture, this is a thing of nurture, okay? How they are brought up. That video we watched, do you remember that a couple days ago? Just so everyone knows that what we were talking about, there was a video that we saw circulating around Instagram, right? It was Instagram? Yeah. About this 40, thir- no, I'm sorry, 34. 34-year-old 30, Mormon dude who lives in the basement of his parent or his mom. His mom's his wingman. That's our fault too, by the way. Yeah, He's not an Nurture. It's, it's his fault. No. Oh, oh, it's we are, fault. We're, getting, we're getting that, and that's nurture, just yeah. saying. But anyway... And this 34-year-old Mormon dude just talks about how he cannot get a date. 
And I'm like, well, yeah, you 34, you live in your mom's basement. Like he is an incel and he'd never been like, he's never had sex before. Just stuff like that. And it wasn't for lack of trying, I guess, but he just had no game because somewhere along the line, I believe his mom was like, I'm your wingman. This is what we do. This is how you get women. And maybe she's like purposely doing that to sabotage him so she doesn't lose like her little boy. You know what I mean? There has to be it. That has her to be a joke. Rusty 35, 40 year old little boy. <laughs> yes. Living in her basement. Who, who needs to leave the basement? Yeah. See, uh, for me, it's very simple. It's, it's the same thing with people with uh, growing up, you know, I was diagnosed with ADHD, you mm-hmm. know, but really, who didn't have ADHD back in the day? All you need to do is get your ass whooped, focus in class, and then you did good. <laughs> you don't need pills. They try, they try to put me on all these pills for years. I didn't need the pills. And I, I feel the same way about people who don't got game. It's not an incel. You're just you're giving an excuse, a, a out, if you say they're an incel. Don't say they're an incel. Just say they have no game. So for me, I'll take that over I'm an incel. When we say you're an incel, it's like saying, oh, you're kind of retarded, which means there's no cure for that. Like there's no cure for an incel. There's cures to be socially awkward. Just hang out with me and Tom. There's a few clubs around here we can take you right. to. We'll hit up the bars. <laughs> hit up the bars. Get a little liquor. I don't know. I'm just saying. All I'm saying is there's always a way to get somebody married or in bed just, with somebody. How about, how about we just start a first date? Or start a first go. date, yes. That too. <laughs> I'm jumping the gun here. Yeah. No, and I. that's the thing. It's, I, it's, it's hard. It's hard for some people, man, because I want to sit here and, and kind of agree with you. Like, no, that's not a thing. Anybody can get a first date. And again, we're just starting there. Um, let alone, I guess incels really is more around people who can't get laid. Um, and I believe anyone can, too. But I mean, I, that's, that's the thing, man. How are they raised? And like 34 years, years old. Let's just use that example. 34-year-old <clears throat> with us. Like, unless we have to do all the work for him, like, <laughs> like as far as getting the girl to go with him, like, it's just not, it's ingrained, it's ingrained in him that he doesn't know what to do. He's going to be awkward. He's going to be nervous. Like, someone like that, they don't know what to do. And it does cause aggression. You know, you see these people, <laughs> hey, one of your, you can look it up. There's so many different psychologists who talk about this. That you mean one, sexually, sexual aggression? <laughs> yes, it's a sexually pinted up aggression. Sucks a little bit, but it, it is what it is. <laughs> But regardless of it, like that does matter. Like people need to be able to express that drive. And when it can't do it, it does lead to aggression. And all they know how to do is be keyboard warriors. <laughs> and so they just go on the internet and they troll people. <laughs> Why are you laughing like that? Because <laughs> I like to troll people, but I'm not an incel. <laughs> Man, back up from the camera, you heard my ears. Sorry. Not from the camera, from the microphone. Dang. My bad. Yeah. No, you're right. I, okay, fine. That's fine. Um, how about how about this? How you, how you go first? No, man. I, all I'm getting into with it is just the way someone is raised determines so much in their life, their childhood, their preteen years, stuff like that. And you talk to any psychologist. And by the way, we will have one on here. I already planned to come on, so I'm excited. So he could probably talk a little bit into this. But... Um, the importance of being raised to also have game. Yes, I know when you're a little kid, girls got cooties, but in in reality, like you need to like raise kids to where they know how to talk to the opposite sex. And for these people who did not get raised with that for whatever reason, and I'm not gonna. It sounds bad because it's a Mormon dude that we're using the example of, and gosh darn it, what do we turn out to be? But hey. You know, whatever. I can also, I can crap on Mormons too. You know, when you are one, you can do it. Free game. Free real estate. Oh, no, yeah, absolutely. Mormons are free game by every mean. 
And that being said, like it usually is like the very pious or the very, uh, very, uh, oh boy, obsessive Christians, if you want to put it that way, who, who struggle with this the most, I think. I think people, unless you're, oh, I also have a second thing I want to add, but yeah, people who were raised extremely religiously in, in such a uh, religious household, usually the ones who suffer from that, or, and I'm going to say this too, I get I'm not on the skinny side, that's why I'm the ogre, but man, people like on my 600 pound life... <laughs> People who, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be mean about this, but people who do not, who are not appealing, okay? And that's, I'm going to be nice about it as, as I can. I probably shouldn't be because I'm the ogre. Like, I have no room to talk, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> well, let me say, because I'm the ass. They just look a little uh, hideous, <laughs> yeah. and, which is fine. You know, that means you got something to work on. For example, I got uh, these two buck, buck teeth in the front with a gap in the middle. Maybe I should go to the dentist. But what I'm saying is there's some things about us that, you know, aren't really attractive. But so what do you do? You do your best to fix what you can. And well, and that's the thing, too. Like, if you ain't taking care of yourself, no one's going to want to be with you. And I'm not just talking about, like, as far as just dental hygiene, as you mentioned. But that's just in general. You don't have good hygiene. You're not taking care of yourself. What, what do you mean? Like, why would someone want to get in bed with you? Right? I wouldn't sleep with me sometimes, you know? Hey, you disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that's just it. Like, how you take care of yourself and how you're raised. And that's a big thing. And it, also, taking care of yourself probably comes from childhood also. I'll be honest, growing up, man, especially during football, hygiene was not the best. I mean, I use soap. I clean. That's but, every boy, though. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> my poor mom. My locker room of a, above a bedroom. <laughs> I remember your room, too, when you were younger. It was kind of messy. Oh, dude, yeah. all the time. Um, it stayed messy. You kidding me? <laughs> so, but getting back to this, like, so you think they're not a real thing, right? No, no, I don't. Okay. So why? You think that you could literally teach the... The incel out of somebody. Yeah. And I, oh, by the way, monetary services do not count. We are not using, yeah, here's 50 bucks. Go be with that dude. That doesn't count. <laughs> well, I'm going to say that's a start, though. No, if no, no, no. no. so awkward, we're going that's off, a start. We're going off the point of like, completely natural. Like someone organic. wants. Organic. Yeah, someone. Yes, thank you. Organic. Someone wants to get in bed with that, other, with that person. I can do that. Not the, not the, oh, here's 500 bucks. Like, come on. Well, no, no, well, I would only pay for like the initial contact, not for the whole. No, yeah, no, you got to teach game all the way. No, well, no, it's, it's I know, all I'm, or nothing. I'm just saying, though, it's, just, it's good to have that little practice. She would, I wouldn't count that to his record. I would just say, hey, look, here's fifty bucks for this it, girl. It'd be a confidence just boost, just to talk, kind of like an escort, just to talk. Oh boy, just to talk. That's Eric, it, Eric. What? No, no, like. We want someone who can just do it from start to finish without there having to be an outside force. But they won't because they're so awkward. So you got to start but them you, off. But you were saying earlier that you can teach that, can't you? Can't, didn't you say you can yeah, teach that? Yeah, games? the money is part of the teaching. No. What? Because that become like I said before, it doesn't count. How much, how much did it cost to get your game, huh? Didn't cost me oh. a dime. Didn't cost me a dollar For to me? get my game. <laughs> I mean, in the gay community, we kind of cheap anyway. Really? That's you just gonna do the whole gay community like that? I'm just saying we are we are cheap. Come on, I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like you know we're you know above it all. No, no, we have low standards. Gosh, I'll be the first. To I bet we're that. gonna have plenty of listeners who are like he's gonna he speak for himself. <laughs> they lie to themselves too. Okay, you know that's a whole other topic. I ain't getting on that one right now. You can you can fight that battle on your own. This just, is not a weed thing. Saying. I ain't jumping in this fire. <laughs> no. Like it's maybe it can get taught, and but the fact is they exist. Like they are out there, and they become these awful, nasty internet trolls, and they tear people down, and or maybe they do become those those incredibly violent people who commit those mass shootings. Uh, just today, when I was doing research, I cannot remember the area. I feel really bad about it, but there's they were talking about this 
shooting that took place. Yeah, it was, I think it was a few years ago. And uh, it, Parkland, Florida? No, I don't, maybe, I mean, that could have been too. I don't know. But I think it was somewhere like Midwest. But anyway, they said the guy was an incel. And that was one of the things. And <clears throat> I'm sorry. First and foremost, like, yeah, I know they exist. I'm not out here rooting for them, though. <laughs> not by any means. I don't means. think anybody is. There's, watch Hitch. Watch Hitch on replay. Sleep with that movie going on. Listen to Will Smith's character. He knows what he's doing. Watch the movie. <clears throat> Disc, please unplug your computer. Like, have someone smash your computer. Go out and practice everything you learned from the movie Hitch. <laughs> just do that. See, here, here's what I would do. Okay, just discarding money because, fine, you know, if, you, if you want to do it the, the hard way, I can do it the hard way. Here's what I would do. Okay. Since it helps that he's Mormon, right? He's already part of that socially awkward community of people. You know, there's a niche for that. There's a niche for everything. So, you know, in, in our church, you know, uh, there's the YSA, Young Single Adults. Basically, when you're 18 to, was it 31? It's something like that. Yeah, 31. You're part of the young crowd at 31 still. But... 31 to up, you're part of the SAs, single adults. And so basically, this man is 34, which means he's well past his expiration date. <laughs> so, Trina, talk to him like old yellow, gotta put you down. <laughs> gotta put him down. He's a menace to society, in the words of Brigham Young. <laughs> anyway, what you do is this. You find someone his age, just like him. Because I've seen people like that before, you know, and the single adults who are, you know, super old. And, you know, they're not incels. They're just not dating because of insert whatever reason is there. And so I would hit the, I would I would make sure those two can be in a group setting and maybe take it from there. Maybe give us some tips and pointers, talk about interesting things that she might be interested in or he might be interested in. If it doesn't work, you go to another group date. For me, there's always an essay to every YSA out there within the church. Mm -hmm. So it, to me, it would be very easy to say, hey, talk to this person. Because I've talked to, you know, people before, you know, <laughs> and I'm definitely, you know. <laughs> you know you've met incels. You know you have. I, I, I haven't met incels. I've met awkward people. So that's your, that's your philosophy. You have not met incels. You've met awkward people. Yes. But like I said, so for me, it's very easy to talk to somebody when I want to talk to them. Most of the time, I just prefer to stay to myself because it's more fun. I just prefer that way. But if I want to get out and, you know, show my butt and, you know, talk to people, I'll do it. It's, it's not an issue. So I can talk to people. It's fine. But for people out there who don't know how to get out of themselves, I will teach them to get out of themselves. So you would do that? You'd take that upon yourself? And what I will I would, say, I, don't like I, I will say your blind date setup, you have an okay ratio going yeah, for you. Right. You've gotten a few people married. It's not the greatest, but I'll say that you're better than most people at setting up blind dates. Yeah, and to be honest, too, I'm only like it because I talk out of my ass. That's it. Right? <laughs> that's, right. That's literally it. It just happens. Hey, whatever. If it works, it works, Eric. You're making the dream happen for some people. Yeah, she, by the way, one of them is pregnant now. Oh, good for her. Oh, McCall. Yeah. yeah oh, good yeah. for her. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, with that kind of stuff going on, like, there's, yeah, there's ways that you can you can teach around it. And unfortunately, though, I'm not going to sit here and say, like, oh, they're just awkward people. I mean, again, so what do you do about the scenario when someone just isn't good looking to people? And I'm sorry. Like, I'm not going to be mean. They ugly. I'm, I'm not going to be like, okay, yeah, they're just ugly. Like, yeah, that's but, fine. Say it. I'm ugly. I'm a six. I'm a sexy <laughs> solid, six. Solid four. Solid four. But some people are into ogres. And so, you know. Are you 7.5? That's a good. That's oh, good. that's not 7.5. That's, that's you Wait, above average. Is that okay. like from the gay standpoint? I'm a 7.5? That's, that's fair. You know, that's fair. I never thought about that, but that's fair. You take that. That's okay. I'll take it. I'm a 7.5, baby. So. And, and by the way, when I say like I'm six, I'm not saying that to be self-deprecating. I'm, I'm just saying that because 
I'm okay with, you know, how I look. You know, I'll work on myself, but for the most part, I'm not going to try and be the next Will Smith or Denzel. Just like you're not going to try to be the next Brad Pitt. Right. I'm happy where I'm at. Yeah. I got this yep. big old nose, and that's okay. Absolutely. No, yeah, I've got to accept where you are. But for the people who are truly, like, not appealing. Oh, yeah. Who are not good looking. And I'm sorry, you, you pushing 600, 700 pounds, I can't blame people for not wanting to get with you. Yep. It, it, they're fat shaming. No, we're not fat shaming. We are pointing something out. Yeah. That it is okay for people not to be attracted to you because you can't walk because you were so heavy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But hey, I don't know. Like again, but this is outside of monetary services. People without having to pay for it. That does not count. Because any amount of money, people will get blind. <laughs> hey, you gotta st- take a baby step somewhere, all right? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, whatever. <laughs> I ain't gonna hate on people's happiness, but Man, with the whole incels thing, going back to that, and a part of me almost feels like we might be talking in circles. So where I know you think they don't exist or they are just awkward people. Uh, for me, they definitely do exist, but that is because of either what, how they've treated their body and also like how they were raised. But the biggest thing, and you can ask anyone, I don't know how many YouTube channels are just based around this alone, where they talk about the secret to getting XYZ person, whether it be a boy or a girl, it's confidence. That's it. You come on. We live around here. You know we have seen some dudes who look like they just got out of a dumpster with model or like with model like wives. You know, wives who look like they just got off the Victoria's Secret run, uh, yeah. runway. Yeah, the, the Mormon know. standard, good looking wives. Yeah. Wow. Like the Mormon runway. And why do you think that is? I think there could be a couple of reasons. Like one, how do they provide? Like obviously, you everyone's looking for a provider. And even though nowadays it's it's changed. You know, back in the 50s and 60s, everyone had to go work in the in the mills and everyone just looked a certain way. But now it's everyone can work from a keyboard. And how much money do you make? How well do you provide for the family? Yeah. But then one thing, too, is your confidence. Like, you got to be a confident person. I'm not saying be an alpha male. I'm not saying you have to be out there. You have to be a jerk or a douchebag. I'm a douche. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you have to be able to be confident in yourself, be able to walk up to people, you talk, be able to look people in the eye and, and say what you believe and say what you like think to be true so in that case like that people cling to that because maybe there's a loss of that i think with computers just with technology in general are we becoming more disconnected absolutely and i think some people they're so far into that disconnection that they have we have created incels i i I truly do believe that that's going to be another point i'm going to make too there's no excuse for an incel technically when you have the internet that is like the biggest smorgasbord of just weirdos there and I'm one of them, you know. It's like if I can go on, you know, Tinder and Grinder, you know, <laughs> and all these all these dating apps and find people who are interested in me. I'm just like, okay, you anybody can find anybody. Now, you know, of course, you know, everyone has you know their likes and dislikes, but I'm just saying, there's just there's so many ways to go out there. Yeah, and I I, I can agree with you to where there is disconnection through technology. <clears throat> there are some some ways of being able to draw a connection as well. Like you said, your Tinder, grinder for people in the Mormon community, there's Mutual, there's Hinge, there's stuff like that. Bumble. Oh, is it, is it Hinge? Yeah, Hinge is another huh. one. There's, there's so many dating apps out there. Um, even Facebook has dating now. That's right. That's true. Yeah, they yeah, do. Facebook's got dating <laughs> on there. Not bad, actually. Hey, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Good for y'all. Um, but in that case, that's... And I'm not going to say like I've never used one of them before. 
<laughs> I won't try and act hide my like really. I've used all of them. Because I will thing. say too, they are fun to use. Like either just as a pick me up for your own confidence, and or <laughs> yeah. when you're just lazy and you don't want to go out to the club or you don't want to go out to the bar and go meet people, uh, or just go out to like parties. Especially, I'm sorry, Mormon parties are so hard to go to sometimes. So dry. I know macaroni, man. What macaroni? What is this with macaroni? That's like the third time I've heard you say that today. It's uh, you, you've heard of a wop. Oh, stop. Wet never macaroni. mind. Never mind. Never mind. Well, Ben Shapiro, he's the dry macaroni. It's been like a meme. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's what he is. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, and so with all of that, like, yeah, you, we do have connection through those apps. But still, if you don't have the confidence, it ain't going to go well. Like, I've known plenty of people who have had internet relationships, right? So where oh, it's gosh. a, I know. Like, they don't even know the person's real face or what they look like. But they're like, oh, I love you. Like, I wish I could be with you right now. All this stuff, like weird stuff. Watch Catfish, that, that TV show, Catfish. People do it all the time. That's really where that comes from. It's why there's even a market for that TV show. But, like, but if you don't have the confidence, some people might not even have the confidence just to hop on. Clearly, people have to catfish, edit their photos, or just use someone else's photos and just hope that works. I don't know. Uh, Manti Teo got caught catfishing back in 2012, man. Who's that? Manti Teo was a football player. Uh, he was, like, killing it in college. Uh, Notre Dame. He was actually going to go to BYU, and then at, at something happened. He ended up going to Notre Dame. Was he Mormon? I don't know. Oh, okay. Probably. But, um, but not anymore. But he, oh. he tore it up. He tore up the NCAA. And then right before he went to the NFL, he, he'd been talking to this girl for a long time, and it just sucked for him because they found out it was a dude on the other line. No. Yeah. And this dude <laughs> covered up his voice. Like, he went on Dr. Phil – he was able to cover up his voice and it really sounded like a girl and he just got fooled. And because of that he lost endorsement deals, like he got made to look like a laughing stock. Now don't get me wrong. He still went to the NFL and you know, could tear it up, but it was just like, Oh, he's the guy who fell for this scandal. Yeah. And that's crazy. Yeah, I know. And, See, and he fell for someone like, I'm sorry. The dude who probably catfished him was was probably an incel. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe that's a little too rough on it. Like it's not like a huge, oh, a, a, it's not a huge amount of people. But it's there are st- they are still out there, um, but anyway, like that's one thing about dating apps that people don't even have the confidence just to post their own pictures. Listen, like we said before, we are not good looking people, but we at least like I'm going to use my own pictures if I ever get on one because I ain't going to lie to you. In fact, I get a lot more. It's funny, uh, even if it like lets me put my height, I won't put how tall I am on there because I love just freaking people out. They're like, please tell me you're not five foot five, <laughs> and I'll t- sometimes tell a joke like, no, I'm five nine or I'm five eleven, and they're like, yeah, every guy who's five nine <laughs> says they're five eleven, and then they see me and I'm huge. I'm like six foot five, <laughs> so that's always fun. Oh man, I know for me, going back to what you said about the catfishing, I'm always very skeptical when it comes to this internet people. And so I remember when I was on my uh, this one dating app, uh, Grinder. I was able to actually check out the uh, the person. And then we ended up, you, you met him. Kind yeah, of, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we ended up talking, you know, over uh, WhatsApp, face-to-face. And actually, it was a good conversation. You know, we still talk here and there, but he's definitely, uh, he's, he's a really cool person. Hey, yeah. awesome. Yeah. And that's and, and that's, that's, I'm not, where, that's where the trust comes in. You know? Yeah, f- fair enough. And I'm not saying that this is one of those things of um, – that if you're on a dating app, you're going to get catfished or anything like that. If there's anything wrong with it. Believe me, I'm just bored sometimes. Like, I just don't feel like going out and meeting people. It's like fast food, you know? Yeah. Oh, it is like fast food. You know it's not good for you, but you can't say no. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to keep going a little more. Each swipe is one fry. You know, you know how you always have room for one more fry? You're always yep. like, ah, just one more swipe. <laughs> Let me get this. I can't fit the burger, but I can fit the small fries. Let's go. Right? <laughs> 
that sounds so awful, but I do love that comparison. That works. So, okay, Eric. So you, was, you talked about it a little bit. Give me more of a play-by-play of what incels should do to help them not be incels. And again, we are not saying, like, you are not allowed to use money to, to break that habit. What would you do if you had someone here, that 34-year-old man, he was here, what would you tell him? Well, for starters, let's be honest, with the money, it'd be a lot easier. No. Nope. I'm, I'm just not, thinking, think, uh, of, think of a pimp name slip back, okay? Oh, Remember when you tried to train Tom? Those people are on payroll, Okay. Okay. I'm just saying. I get it. They got to make money, you, too. You got to practice first before you go out to, to, to the game. All right? How, how do you practice? You practice just by going and doing it. Well, yes, yes, you do. But I'm just saying, though, if you're that if you're that much of a train wreck, let's at least get you a demo out there first, a scrimmage. You know, okay. And then we'll get you a real match. <laughs> a scrimmage and then the real match. Okay, man, this is what we've been practicing for. This is game time, baby. I need a game face on. Have him put on those black lines underneath his eyes that football players have. <laughs> Okay, let's go. Um, no, man, like, okay, maybe you can go up to someone. And I, like, sometimes women here are, re- are really amazing. It's something you can just do is, like, hey, like, my buddy doesn't have a lot of confidence. Would you mind just chit-chatting it up with him? You don't got to get his number. You don't have to tell me your real name. I don't care. But just go up and just talk to him. Because sometimes people just don't know what it's like to, to interact with others, right? Like I said, everyone's a warrior behind a keyboard. Then face-to-face, like, for some people, standing in front of the opposite sex or whatever sex they find appealing um, is just so intimidating to them. And that can just be so hard. Just like, how do I be? How do I be myself? I don't know. I know what I'm like when I'm alone, but I don't know how to be myself around someone who's you know, right there. You know, so especially when you're attracted to them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you didn't answer the question. But yeah, removing yeah, right. the money. Give you're me right. the first piece of advice. Remove the money. It, it'd be it'd be simple. It just I'd have to do one of those pep talks. Like I used to. Oh, and I used to work at a, a kid's place for a few years. So you know, I, I understand that. As a, as a mentor, you have the ability to instill confidence in people depending on what you say. Words are very important. So I would pretty much grab them by the shoulder and say, hey, look, this may be awkward, but if you go out there right now and just be yourself and get to know this person and be inquisitive and genuinely interested in this person, I promise you she will be it'll be real, well reciprocated back. And a lot of people just want to be listened to. I mean, that's the first way to get a relationship going is just get to know the person. Now, the second thing I would say is, I mean, what are your expectations with this? Are you looking for a second date? Are you looking to, you know, to maybe, you know, seek, you know, a long term relationship? That's that's a bit different conversation. But just off the bat, off the riff, just go out and talk to her, get to know the person. I think that's actually a good idea. Something you said is kind of like preset what the what the end goal is with this conversation. And so obviously you're, you're going to talk to so many people in your life, but you're not going to have a long-term relationship with each one. You know, you just go out somewhere, some get together, whatever it is, at least as long as it's not a family reunion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those are the best ones. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. So anywhere except a family reunion or a funeral and um, just have that end goal of, okay, so I'm just going to talk to someone. I'm not even here to get their number. Maybe like, just get their first name, obviously, and just hold a 15-minute conversation. Just be able to talk to them for 15 minutes. Can you do that? Well, yeah. Now it's easy. You just got to talk to someone for 15 minutes. Goal's done. Job's done. Go, like, go home. You don't have to talk to people. Like, ease your way into it. I think there's a lot of this. Like, it's, it's such a monumentous task, and it's really not. It's how well can you listen to somebody, and like, I'm sorry, but how confident are you, and how good are you at talking? Like, you have to be interesting. You have to be someone like you have to say stuff that people want to listen to. Like, hey, we're doing a podcast and we have to say stuff that people want to listen to because if we don't, they're not going to listen to us, yeah. you know, 
And so that's something too. It's like just as good as listening, you have to be good at talking. Okay, well, I don't know what to talk about. Okay, then have something planned. Where are you going? So if you're going to go to a game night somewhere, okay, you're at a game night. Talk about games you're interested in. Um, if you're, let's say, even if you're going to church, you know, something you can just do. Go to church and talk to people. Why do you come to church? Like, have the topic surrounded about, like, the location you are at. And let's just start there. I don't think it's that hard to, like, to start a conversation, especially if you just let your personality take over. But I get it for people who are not used to it. People who are not used to being able to <coughs> approach someone, have a topic at the top of your head. I've totally splatterbrained. I've completely splatterbrained before <coughs> when talking to someone I thought was attractive. Like, oh, no, what do I talk about next? Like, it just happened. Like, I'm trying to force a conversation. And guess what? That person can tell that you're trying to force a conversation. And you got to, I mean, I think one tip for me is that I do is I got to remove the, the idea of like, oh, I'm, I'm trying to get this person to like me or I'm trying to get this person attracted to me. I'm just, I have to put myself in the mindset of I'm just talking to a person. And I'm going to be me. And when yeah. I let my personality take over, hey, if it scares them away, all right, then uh, it clearly wasn't going to work anyway because this is my personality. But then if it starts working, it's like, oh, thank goodness. Like just kind of me removing that, that sort of expectation, like a high-end expectation, just let me be me. It kind of freed myself. Yeah. So definitely have like just set that goal of like your first time going out somewhere, talk for 15 minutes to someone you're attracted to. Okay. So then what after that? Like, okay, talk about the like where you are and why you guys are there just do that like what got you interested let's say if it is like a game night if it's church if it's bowling if it's you're just out with friends and there's a mutual friend there like oh how do you know everybody where did you meet them and you can even tell stories about how you met that person and how you guys all got to know each other i'd have to say those are probably the more funny conversations especially within the mormon communities you know uh for example you know you knew a friend who knows like a dozen of your friends from the mission for example oh yeah all like figure out oh how'd you know this person i know this person through this person yeah right like you start building that network and what that does too is it takes the pressure off you because you're not talking about you you're talking about the other person oh yeah yeah that too gosh i hate talking about myself i mean if you ask something specifically i'll answer but just the spotlight on me for like two hours straight i can't stand that no i well two hours straight on spotlight that's a that's a that's a ted talk my guy yeah hey, wow anyway we can get back into that but with this uh no, I, I think that should just be everyone's first goal. So if you are someone sitting there just like, oh, I don't know how to go out and talk. Okay, 15 minutes to someone you're attracted to. Okay? Because, of course, like, or if you're not, whatever. I'm not saying you have to be attracted to people to go talk to them. But I'm just talking for those who are not able to approach people they are attracted to because they lack that confidence. <laughs> yeah. You can laugh at them all you want. <laughs> but, hey, it, everyone, that exists. I know. Uh, no, I'm just thinking, though. I think something you can do is just... Uh Honesty, like I remember in my early twenties when I was uh, living in Rexburg, you know. Yeah. Oh and, my gosh, you were on a rampage of dates. Yeah, and that's a story we'll tell you. Not the dating aspect, but just living together aspect. We'll tell oh you about gosh. that one day. Yeah. But I remember living in Rexburg, and I one thing I've learned about you know confidence is just be honest. For example, I'd be in the library on the on the Berg, you know, on BYU Idaho campus, and uh, I remember just you know doing whatever it was, reading or listening to music or walking around, and i just talk to random people. And I'd be honest, I see, I, I see a lady be like, hey, 
So, uh, what are you doing tonight? <laughs> oh, really? That's your pick? What are you doing tonight? Yes. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, they'd be like, oh, I'm just doing this and this, this and that. It's like, oh, okay. Well, we should go sometime. I mean, on a date, you're kind of cute. You know, I'm kind of cute. Let's make it happen. You know, just something stupid. I like how you just went from saying you're a solid, what, six to like, I'm kind of cute. Like, yeah, you <laughs> well, see? Well, six is cute. You know, like a little fugly dog, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like a pug or something. Yeah, you right. Know? Like a pug. Like they're hideous, but everyone thinks they're adorable. <laughs> I don't know why. But what I'm saying is it works. <laughs> hey, man, whatever. You know, different strokes for different folks, yeah, honestly. So, yeah, but I'm saying look, if incels were to be just like upfront and goofy with it, they would get way more acute factors in there than just being awkward and weird and unable Well, you know what's funny, too? People like the shy thing because people like the shy thing when they see you're trying to press through it. Okay. And and I think that one just goes with your own personality. Not everyone out there is a, a, like super confident and a, uh, extroverted. That's not that's not a real thing. Not everyone's like that. But then you still see people who go and they go on dates and they get married and they're still introverted. Why is it? Because they still push past their shell a little bit. It's noticed and of course it's appreciated and it's probably really flattering to people. I know it's flattering to me when I've been asked out on dates. So I always have that rule. I always say yes to the first date. Always. And I totally get it if girls don't have it because guys, dudes are weird. Don't blame y'all if you don't have that one. But for me, I'm like, I'm six foot five. Like, I can handle myself. I don't think she's going to try and force me into something. Right. You know. And for me, personally, my roommate's six foot five. So if they hurt me, they hurt him too. So <laughs> get him. <laughs> <laughs> right. Judas. But, um, and so, like, that's always my rule. I always say yes to the first date because I know how hard that is to have to push out of your shell. To be like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to try. I'm going to take the first move. And making the first move is hard. Because that person could just, you know, flat out be like, no, what the? You think you had a shot? What did I do to make you think that? <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> I am so sorry. You think you had a shot with me. <laughs> How dare you? You could literally be the last guy on earth. And I still wouldn't do it. <laughs> be like that sometimes. <laughs> yeah. No, not uh, thankfully. I've never had anything like that. I've had the accidental, or maybe, well, um, I've had people be like, "Oh, like I'm married, but I'm not wearing my ring." I'm like, "Oh, dang, okay, they're probably lying to me." Or like just like other stuff, like, "Oh yeah, like I have a boyfriend" or stuff like that. Okay, they might be lying, but at least they're being nice. Like whatever. I've had that. I think everyone's had that. Everyone's had moments they have been shut down. So for people who are going out there to do this for the first time, you get shut down. You're not the first. You are in a very long line, and I don't think. Oh, wait, no, I guess I do know a few people who have gotten married on their, like, the first person they dated was also the first person, like, their person they got married to. I like those. Those can be cute stories. Yeah, they can be. But that's not realistic for everybody. Yeah, yeah, no. no. (laughs) That's that's like the Disney, you know, esque movie. That is absolutely the Disney esque (laughs) movie. So, okay. So we've kind of talked a little bit about, like, what they can do. So, 15 minutes is your goal to talk to somebody. You talk to them about the location you're in, why you are there, and you ask them why they are there. But let's actually step like go a step behind that. So now this is before you even go out. Mm-hmm. What do you do? And one of the things you need to do is you need to do everything in your own power, whatever it is you do that makes you feel as as powerful and as confident as you can. If it's wearing particular clothes, I got shirts I wear, I got pants I, wear, I got shoes I go out in. Like if I'm gonna go out and I'm like, hey, this is like I'm wearing this nice stuff because I'm gonna be confident in myself regardless of what I do. If I approach someone, it's gonna be my best self because I feel like I look good right now. We all have to have that. Yeah, it can be like that's so superficial. You gotta make yourself look good. Yeah, you gotta make yourself look good, <laughs> right? I'm sorry, man. Like, 
it's only it's only in DreamWorks that Shrek could get somebody. <laughs> don't <laughs> be a bum, right? Like, don't be a bum. And it's not superficial to like have attraction and to like people who dress well and people who look good, people who take care of themselves. That's not superficial. That's not anything, in my opinion, at least. Like, I feel like that's totally fair. We work on ourselves. We make ourselves look good. One for our own sake and safety, because we want to be that way. And then two, like, it's nice to know, too, that people might find us attractive. Yeah. And with that, like, you need to put on any bit of clothing, whatever it is, good cologne, anything. Oh. Ooh. What's her name? Uh, it was actually, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing that relates to this. <laughs> okay. So, sorry about that. I, kept getting, I keep getting a call. So, uh, but yeah, man, like, you have to... Whatever it is, special shoes. If you got like good shoes that you save, I know a lot of people have like Jordans that they keep. Um, for me, I know I have like a pair of Pumas I really like, um, and then I have a cologne I really like using too. It's everything to make yourself seem more confident. I even have a nice beard oil, man. Like you know, you got to take care of this beard. You know what I'm saying? So definitely, like that. That's just another step for me. All of the steps. Take a shower first, too. Let me put that. Be as fresh as you can. Just take a shower. Wipe your ass. Yeah, brush your teeth. <laughs> brush teeth. Everything. Everything to where it's like a checklist. Okay. They can't dislike me because of the smell of my breath. Boom. Brush my teeth. Chew gum. Uh, they can't dislike me because my hair is messed up. Comb it. Whatever you need to do. Put, uh, like, put for me, like the, my beard hair, obviously, I put beard oil and beard balm into it. Just stuff like that. It's a checklist. Because you want to go out and you want to seem like I have checked every every box off. I have no reason to not be confident in myself. Yeah. And so uh, with that, like, that's where you start first is inwardly. Give yourself every reason oh, to yeah. feel good. Yeah. I was going to say, too, going off, off of that, you know, the, the thing you have to do before, you know, it's I would say one of the things that I've learned, especially on the, uh, you know, the mission years ago, it was this lady in what word it was. I think she it was some some word in Tennessee, some congregation in Tennessee. Basically, that same day that she was uh, giving a talk on a Sunday, her husband, who was a comedian, was I think somewhere on the East Coast, and he was driving back to Tennessee when he got hit by a car and he died in the car accident. Oh wow! Yeah, but here's the thing though: she had such a great sense of humor that you know she uh, even told us during a. You know, sacrament when she got up to speak, she was saying, you know, how uh, devastated she was to hear that her husband had passed away. But they're both comedians; they're both funny people. But she made a funny joke about it. She said, "Yeah, the same day my husband passed away was the day that uh, what was his name, Elder Oaks, came down to Nashville to give a uh, a, a talk." And she says, "Well, I mean, it's either my husband or Elder Oaks." And she says, I'm "Sorry, husband, but Elder Oaks is eternal." <laughs> and you know, she just said that in a joking way. And for those who don't know, Elder Oaks is one of the uh, apostles. He's still, he's still alive. Right? Yeah, of the church. That, yeah, of yeah. the church they follow. So he, he has a, he has a, he has a huge following. I mean, he's a you know one of our top figures in the church. But it was just amazing to see that she still had that personality about her. You know, despite you know everything that happened to her that's you know that within that week and so one of the, so my point of bringing that up is this is just where are you at mentally you know do you still have a good you know personality are you still bubbly are you fun to be around make sure that you're mentally prepped for you know whatever happened because you know how you are mentally throughout the day like thomas said earlier you know what you're doing you know how you feel about yourself that's going to impact how your day is going to be whether it's with people or just 
by yourself and it's going to just make a good imprint or a bad imprint. And so I was really, so that's what I was thinking about when you said earlier, the things you have to do beforehand and where you're at mentally, you know, it's very important. So you know what, like kind of to wrap it up a little bit. So for every incel who's out there already attacking the comment section, which is very possible. So this is for you guys. Okay. First and foremost, you are done being an incel. I need you to say it with me. I'm done being an incel. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what is it? The first way to solve a problem is admit there is one. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Make a plan of when you're going to go out. Just get a group of friends. Everyone has to have friends, colleagues. There's game nights. There's bars. There's something. You're going to go out. And before you do, you check off every uh, every box. Hair is on point if you have hair. Uh, you know, you, uh, yeah, your breath smells good. Your clothes are, are ironed. They're taken care of. You have good cologne on. Your, your shoes look good. And your outfit matches. And if the, you know, you can call up a friend, phone a friend, and just be like, hey, how does this look? You know, and just stuff like that. So, uh, so do that to get ready first. Then when you go out, have that one goal of 15 minutes, someone I'm attracted to. I'm going to talk to them for 15 minutes with no goal of getting their phone number, no goal of going home with them, just the goal of I'm going to talk to them face-to-face, hold a conversation for 15 minutes. If it goes a little longer, great. Maybe it will. If not, you tried, and that's fine. Because you know why? Your expectations, you just set it low of what you were going to get out of it. And then you can go, and next week, make it 20 minutes. And then you'll get to a week where it's, I'm going to go for a phone number today. And it's whatever it is, man. Like it's it, it, Confidence comes slowly. I, I don't think you become a roaring lion overnight. You find it. But you have to make the choice to go look for it, but you slowly like get this breadcrumb of like, oh man, like I, I can do hard things. And you start doing harder things. And it's like, man, like this confidence is building up. Growing up, uh, you know, I was a oh boy. Yeah, I was always tall, but I, I wasn't always hitting the gym. <laughs> and so, and hey, I might fool some people now, but I swear I do hit the gym now. Uh, but I was much, much chubbier. And with that, like it affected my confidence for sure of how I approached people. And I wish I kind of had that same idea. I wish I had someone kind of hype me up that way instead of just like, yeah, just go talk. Just go, just go, go. It's like, no, like there's no, like that's just so much pressure. But did someone just come to me and be like, hold a 15 minute conversation. Don't ask her, don't even ask her last name. Don't ask her phone number. Just get her first name. Ask her why she's there. And then you, and then you ask, like, or you don't ask, but you just like say, like, why you're here and who do you know? And how do you know them? And like, just let that conversation go of where you are, why you guys are there and just build off that. And when 15 minutes is up, you can walk away. You'll probably never see that person again and no. And you just know like, Oh, I just did something I didn't think I could do because you removed that pressure of, Oh man, I got, I got to take this person on a date. I got to get their phone number. I got to get them to like me, all that, you know, all that stuff. And it's just not there. Like that's, it's not it. Build your confidence up slowly. Um, because if you try to take these great big leaps, and I, I believe this too, so if you go from someone who, let's just say you've never talked to someone of the opposite sex and you're going to try it, and you really try to go to, I'm going to bring them home tonight, <laughs> like that's your first like idea of what's going to happen, you're probably going to get let down, again, unless you pay for it. But you're going to get let down, and they're going to be like, oh, I'm just, I'm hideous, I can't do things, I, I can't get anyone to like me. Because, well, man, you tried to go after the whole plate, you know what I'm saying? Like, you went for the whole meal. Nah, baby, you got to take a little bit off at a time. You got to be able <coughs> to build yourself up to get to that point. Yeah. And, and when it shows up and you have that confidence, don't become a douchebag. Douchebags have way too, it's not co- it's confidence, it's, they have cockiness. 
But hey, whatever. You know, if it works for him, it works for him. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna hate on someone's well, game. Well, let's be honest, in, in Provo, it kind of works for a lot of them. So. Hey, poor bro, <laughs> we could talk about that all day. <laughs> I can't even explain it, how many horror stories I've heard around here. Um, but yeah, build your confidence up slowly. Eric, do you, like, would you agree with that at least? Oh yeah, yeah. And I, I, everything you said about you know incels, even though I don't believe in it still, I do agree with that last part that you said. I do, one hundred percent. Like with what? Like the just building everything up. You know, just take your time. You know, just fifty minute conversations. That's very important. Yeah. One one thing I would say too for me, just and this is more the older I get. I kind of die inside every time I, you know, you know how you always go, people say, hey, how are you doing? And they say, I'm doing good. And you just go on about your business. That's like three seconds of interaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate those. I, I absolutely hate them. I work at the hospital now. And every single time I talk to a nurse, it's always, hey, how are you doing? I'm doing good. It's good. How are you? Good. Whatever. And then we just we'll go on about our business. We're so busy to our day-to-day, like doing our, our day-to-day services at the hospital. So... I would guess one of my point with that is just have some meaning in the conversation. Like I'd much rather sit down in a nurse's station and talk to them, which I've had, you know, multiple times versus just saying hi to them on a quick pass by. That's not personal enough. Even though I like talk to a lot of people, if I do talk to them, I prefer to get personal. Yeah. And I definitely don't like, you know, those little quickly, those little quick, how you doing? So when you talk to somebody like he's mentioned within those 15 minutes, make sure it's a meaningful conversation. Make sure they leave the conversation going, huh, he left a interesting impact on my life. And hopefully it was a good one, not a bad one. You know, I think it's not even just, it doesn't, I don't feel like it always has to be an interesting like, impact or maybe that impact is just, oh, that person like at least made me feel comfortable because you can approach yeah. someone. It's clear when, when someone struggles talking, it's clear when they're hitting on you. I've definitely sat there before. I've definitely had someone talking to me i'm like i know for a fact they're hitting on me um and it's because they just don't know how to go about it you know they make it too too serious and i think that you know so much pressure and it's just the stuff's leaking out these little micro gestures and or whatever else it is is leaking out it's like no just just talk to them like a person make them feel comfortable like when i've talked to plenty of people and one of the things i want to do is like i i've always kind of had this mindset of immediately move people just to the friend zone regardless of how attracted you are just put them to the friend zone your expectation, friend. That's it. Nothing past that. You know why? Because then you're like, oh, I don't have to impress them. They're just going to be a friend. So I'm going to be me. And that works for me. It helps make put me in a comfortable mindset. Let's do it. Like, you know, it weeds them out. Hey, and with that too, though, it's like, but you're also going to put them in a comfortable mindset. Yeah, like I, I do that with people I'm attracted to. But because I, I do that and I'm attracted to them, like, and I don't put that pressure on myself, that means they don't feel that. And that they can feel comfortable too, and you got to be able to do that. You got to be able to make people feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah. So, which is why it's important. Again, you know, to have a good sense of humor, to be, you know, not not be left the party, but just be someone who's can put people at ease. And that's one of my biggest goals. If I do become someone who's talking in a large group setting, I definitely want to put people at ease. I don't want people to feel, you know, tense. Like me and Thomas, we went to a game night a few weeks back, and you know. Those can go south real quick if no one knows each other. But, you know, luckily me and Thomas were there just to be ourselves, you know, stupid. Just to make sure everyone understood. He said game night, not gay night. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. That's the other night. But, yeah, game, no, but game no, night. That's yes. You. <laughs> that's that's us. No. Specifically, though, game night, we make sure that we make people feel at ease so they can, you know, joke around and have a good time. Right. But, and that's exactly it. Like I kind of mentioned, I think in our first podcast, that you and I will just kind of take up all the awkward in the room. Just like, let's just break this ice. You know, we'll be the ones who do it. We'll break the ice. We'll be weird first and whatever it is. And then everyone's like, oh, okay, we can follow suit. 
you know, and it, it just takes that. Be you, be yourself. And if you're someone that's like, well, myself is weird. Um, well, you can still be confident. You can learn it a little bit at a time, a little piece, set a little goal, lower expectations of what you're going to get from a night, and then go out the next week and do the same thing. Increase it by five minutes, whatever it is. And that goes to, because earlier we mentioned, well, what about people who just aren't good looking, like you said? Okay. Like I, but something I also mentioned earlier is that where we live, we see it all the time. People yeah. who just look like they hopped out of a dumpster. Horse face. Yeah. Are getting with people or like, especially dudes, because I'll always like, I have no problem saying about dudes, dudes who are just hideous, are getting with girls who are so much, like so far out of their league. And why? Oh, because they were going to be confident in their way and what they were doing. I tr- like, yeah, I truly believe confidence is what you do. Like, not just to get someone. This isn't like necessarily supposed to be dating advice. This is supposed to be just getting out of your shell advice. But it all comes down to confidence and what it is. You want to prove you can take care of someone, be there for someone. You got to be confident, and that's what people see first. So you got to be, be be confident in who you are, and you're going to be imperfect. Be confident in those imperfections. Yeah. yeah, Eric, you got anything you want to add on before we end this? That's all I had. I mean, I'm I'm spent. You right, said it all. I'm spent. <laughs> you know, we're done on this. I'm not gonna lie. This <laughs> took a turn I didn't think it would go. Uh, but definitely, I always love talking about this kind of stuff and kind of getting into the psychology of people. And anyway, um, well, for everyone who's listening, thank you so much for uh, logging in, for coming into the swamp to talk to Eric and I. You know, we always enjoy doing these podcasts. And actually, this is where now, because this is the third podcast, we're gonna release them all. So we, what we were doing is that we were waiting up until the third podcast. That way, we had more, con- like, just enough content. And now we're putting them all on YouTube and Apple Podcasts, and you can find us on both platforms. Eric, anything you'd like to say to the people before we end this? Um, Just go out there, enjoy your life, live your dreams, and if you are an incel, (laughs) God bless you. (laughs) (laughs) So you admit they're real. (laughs) You know what? Let's not get back in. It's okay. You know what? This has been a great night. Thank you guys so much for uh, for listening to the Ogre and the Ass podcast. And until next time, stay the hell out of our swamp.